Life Audio. Hi, friends. Welcome to Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. I'm Bonnie Gray, your soul care guide for this time to rest, to pause and refresh your soul. I'm the author of four books on rest and wellness with Jesus. And I want to invite you to just relax. I'm going to share a soul care tip, a practical action you can take to help restore God's peace and calm in your emotions and your body. And I will guide you to a special Advent reflection so you can invite Jesus into your story Well, today's reflection is going to be focused on the word hope. You know, hope is very important because it gives our soul the ability to get through hard times. When you know you're walking through a challenging situation, when you have hope, it's like that light at the end of a tunnel. And Jesus is the light of the world. We hear that through the Gospel of John that the light cannot be overcome by darkness. But sometimes anxiety and stress really accentuates those dark places where we just can't seem to be free. So today I'm going to guide you to a refreshing reflection on how you can restore hope. It's like oxygen to your soul so you can lift up your heart and know that there's hope in each step forward. And I want to ask you a question today. What do you do when you feel that there are people or circumstances that seem to keep you from hope. You know, hope is like a quiet flame when you like that candle. And sometimes the winds of circumstances or people that cause you to lose sight of that light, it can cause you to lose hope. So as you step into Christmas, I am curious, what are your hopes and what are the circumstances or the people? Maybe there are words that have been said to you that as much as you want your heart to open up free, they seem to cast a shadow. Well, today we're going to just bring light into what God has to say about hope. We're going to step into the story of the Magi. The wise men, we're going to find we have a lot in common with these travelers on the journey as they follow a star, a light in the darkness, and we're going to be encouraged. But we always want to start with you. Friend, how are you doing? And how is that flame of hope? Have you been nurturing it? Have you been restoring the oil to keep your lamp lit? Have you been fanning the flame of hope in your heart? Well, today, I want to welcome you just to relax as we enter into a so-called time machine with Jesus. As he brings us back to time and place, he entered into the story of the Magi. And in doing so, we allow Jesus to enter into our stories. Hi. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, this past week, I got to celebrate my birthday. I did. I turned 53. But I always feel 26. I don't know what it is, but 26 is my inner soul age. What is your inner soul age? I think that 26 is a great time in my life where things were still not sorted out and there was a lot of hope up ahead. You know, when life is still kind of fresh, you might have suffered some bruises and bumps along the way, but the sky's still the limit. And I think that that's my internal desire is that I can always nurture that young heart of hope within me. How about you? What was a time in your life, in your story, where hope was fresh and hope was young? And I think that that's part of who God wants to nurture. You know, soul care is about allowing God to nurture and enter into your story where you are still hopeful of God's work in your life of God's touch in your life, and where your story is always being made new. Isn't that beautiful? You know, the evening and the night when Jesus came here on earth, all our hopes are being renewed because Jesus goes with us and we're no longer walking alone. Well, one story I want to share from my birthday is that one of the things I love to do is I love to go for a hike. I love nature. I cannot help but feel young and the world seems fresh and new under the shelter of trees. I love that feeling of being on a trail, the dirt path, under my hiking boots, and it actually rained a little. And I actually loved it because it smells so good. Here in California, there are redwood trees, so I get some shelter from that rain because there's so many arms of beautiful leaves. And so even if it's lightly raining, I have a warm jacket on and I can just walk and the soil is moist and you can just smell the beautiful earth. Well, interestingly enough, the trail that I always hike at this place, it wasn't available to me anymore. As I walked down the path, suddenly I saw the sign And it said that the hiking trail was blocked. It was blocked. And so I wasn't able to see my usual sights, but I was able to go a different way. I, because of the circumstance, was ushered onto a different path. I looked at what other paths were available to me and I had to take a different route. 
I'd had to take a different route through and I had to take a different route back. And I saw some new things that I never saw before. So it's a really wonderful metaphor for our journey through life and our journey through Christmas. What are the things that you hope to do different this Christmas where you can focus on your wellness, where you can focus on experiencing more of God's peace and joy? What are some of those obstacles that activate your stress response? And who are those people perhaps on your path? Their expectations are causing stress or anxiety. Now, it is one of the top four reasons we talked about last time that people find stress at Christmas, and it's about relationships, family tensions. And not only that, there's time commitments, there's busyness. And how much of that for you is because you may be fearful of somebody's reaction to you if you wanted to change how you do Christmas? That's kind of the question for you, because we're going to find as God takes us through his story, we are no different from what many of our travelers on the journey of faith have had to face, even on that first Christmas. We're going to find that God's going to invite us, and he is inviting you and I this very Christmas to go a different way, to take a different route so that we can focus on following what gives us light, what renews our hope. And maybe the changes you want to make, maybe there are changes you want to make in the new year, because God wants to do something new in you. That's just his way. In Isaiah, God says, don't you perceive it? Don't you see it? I am doing something new in your life. It springs up. I'm making a way in the wilderness and I'm making streams in the desert to flow. We're going to take a different route. So when you see that there are obstacles to renewing your hope, I want you to consider the reflection we're going to step into. We're going to do some Lecto Divina, which means sacred, holy reading of scripture. What it really means is just reading it slowly and notice what word or phrase is speaking to you. It's a contemplative way of allowing God, the Holy Spirit, to touch your heart. We will step into the story of Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. It's the Magi story. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, the Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the peoples, chief priests, and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they heard the king, 
they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warmed in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. In the NSB version, it says, And after being warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. Well, friends, as we reflect on this passage, what were the words or phrases that drew your attention? Well, when it comes to hope, I start off saying that there may be people or circumstances that are in your way, trying to keep you from the hope that God wants to plant as a seed within you to nurture. It's so interesting that Herod was a part of this story right at the beginning when it says Jesus was born in Bethlehem. There's King Herod, and there's also the Magi from the east when they came to Jerusalem. So you see there are three ingredients to hope. There is King Herod. There's conflict. So many times we feel if there's conflict, our hope is lost. But our hope is not the absence of conflict. Our hope is Jesus. It's in that conflict. Jesus is with us. So our hopes can be renewed, not because they're in the absence of conflict, but because Jesus is with us in the conflict. We see the Magi's part of the story, and we are like the Magi. They made a journey from east to Jerusalem. And that is where we are. We are all making a journey. Each of us are on a journey to hope. I'm curious, what are you in the middle of? What journey are you in the middle of? Be encouraged that God is with you. Jesus is right in that story with you. It shows us Jesus was in Bethlehem, the actual city. So wherever you are, God is not out there somewhere watching you. Jesus is, in fact, living within you, stepping through the journey you're on. It's interesting, at the very end of this journey, I noticed that God appeared to them in a dream. We know in other stories at Christmas time, God appeared to Mary in the form of an angel delivering his message. But here, the Magi, they heard God give them direction in a dream. I'm just curious, what is the dream God is giving you and putting on your heart that he wants to renew with hope? Well, the path forward, interestingly enough, it says, they did not go back to Herod but they returned to their own country by another route. Friend, you may be waiting for circumstances to change or maybe somebody in your life to give you permission to nurture your hope or to nurture your well-being or to do things differently this Christmas. Who is it that you perhaps may be fearing their disappointment or the way they would want you 
to experience Christmas. Expectations is one known stressor in family tensions. It's interesting, Herod called everybody in Jerusalem, including all the authority figures, and they were all very distressed. That's what it said, that they were very distressed. They were not happy to hear the good news of where these wise men were headed. And so not everyone will be happy with perhaps your idea of how you want to do Christmas differently or how you want to add different rhythms or change things in your story or your schedule in the new year. But we are to focus on what God says. We're to focus on the path that is different to go back a different way. It says that they were to return home a different way. Each of us, we are God's home. God has made a dwelling place in each of us, and we are to follow Jesus wherever he's guiding you to go a different way. We just need to focus on that. And that's really what the wise men did. They told Herod, this is what we read, and this is what we're following. And they went home a different way. So friend, what is that different way for you? When we return back, we are going to do our breath prayer to encourage us to go a different way and follow God where he leads. Well, friends, our breath prayer is going to be the word or phrase that you have felt drawn to. And the phrase that I was really drawn to as I made some decisions, bold decisions to do Christmas differently, as I focused on wellness with Jesus in my emotions and my body, this phrase really spoke to me. And I want to invite you to pray this breath prayer. It's the phrase, they returned to their country by a different way. So we're going to breathe in, return home, inhale, exhale, by a different way. Inhale, return home, exhale, by a different way. If you look at the original root word for route or way, it's a journey or a path. Friend, I hope that you will practice this breath prayer. It helps activate your body's rest response lowers cortisol. And when you integrate it with God's scripture, we draw closer to God and remind ourselves as we make changes to our schedule, to our story this Christmas, creating new rhythms, we want to focus on God's loving presence. And that is what gives us hope. Well, friends, one of the soul care practices I want to introduce to you, add to your toolkit, is that I want you to practice quietness a lot of people feel that they kind of miss out on Christmas without experiencing the intimacy of God. And, you know, our soul is where God whispers to us. And there is no way around it, friends. In order to experience and hear God, we need to have quietness. We need to do things that nurture that reflection space within us. And so there are two types of quietness. There's inner quietness and there's outer quietness. And how would you practice both? I want to encourage you to do that. Outer quietness is examples like unplugging digitally, turning off your phone, your computer, your TV, 
tuning into the natural sounds of quiet. So put your phone on do not disturb mode. And that's why I love being outside. It's a natural way to have that outer quietness. The other kind of quietness is called inner quietness. So this is where you do things that nurture your reflective self. So journaling, taking a walk, doing something creative, doing something with your hands, something that helps you to nurture that quiet part of you. And that's why those five senses are really important. In my soul care school, our soul care students, we started sharing, you know, kind of what are the different scents or fragrances that really bring you to experience Christmas. And I shared four different items and then we had fun sharing our stories. Every smell or fragrance has a story associated with, but I want you to prepare you to join our soul care school. I'm going to be opening up registration soon for the new year. And we're going to, it's going to be called Finding Joy with Jesus, Happy Healthy Habits based on God's promises to start the new year. I know it's so long. I'm going to think of a more pithy summary theme, but that's what it is. We want to have God's promises. We want to start up the new year, mindful of God's promises. That really roots us into God's love. But we want to create some healthy, happy rhythms. And we want to find joy. We want to start the new year with joy. So get ready. Be prepared to start signing up. Start signing up. I want you to join us. We have 240 women right now, and it's been so enriching, so fun to help each other practice soul care. So I want to see you there, friend. Get ready to sign up. It's important. God created our five senses, and he wants to invite us to experience Christmas in a quiet way, activating those senses. And our hope can be renewed as you refill your tank. So remember this week to do something in quietness. And the studies on the effects of quietness show that even low-level chronic noise increases ulcers and high blood pressure. In contrast, spending time in quietness, it's healing and it restores and it stimulates a mind-body connection that relaxes your muscles, lowers anxiety and pain, enhances your overall well-being. Well, friend, there is a special guest I want to invite into our circle today because there are little girls and boys who need help going a different way. They are helpless and we can be that voice. We can be that light. We talked about hope as a light and we want to be a part of helping rescue them, rescue them from trafficking. Yes, it is human trafficking. And so this is a ministry that's really dear to my heart. These are all personal ministries that they're so important to me because as a little girl that's gone through healing through different types of traumatic experiences, I have never even undergone the unspeakable trauma that these girls and boys are going through. And so my heart, it just is spurred into wanting to give that gift. And it's Christmas holiday. There's a wonderful holiday guide that I want to point you to. It's very easy to give a gift. I want you to go to the link. This organization is called IJM, International Justice Mission. This is a global organization that protects people in poverty from violence. They partner with local authorities and 31 program offices in 16 countries. And this is a very reliable 
incredible ministry. They've been in ministry for over 25 years. They have protected 10 million, over 10 million vulnerable people from violence. And I want you to just look at the holiday guide. I love this holiday guide because it is a wonderful way to give. And for instance, $30, we can defend widows and orphans. We can fund a slavery rescue operation. It's very specific holiday gift guide, and it's going to change a life. So I invited Jennifer Chung Vanzini. She is a director of strategic partnerships, and she is going to share a story of a little girl. It's a powerful testimony to kind of showcase what IJM does. So tell us a story about what's really inspired you, how God is caring for the girls that don't have a voice, but God, there's hope. There's hope for them. Yeah, so I got a chance to meet a survivor from the Philippines. She is now a young woman. She goes by a pseudonym named Ruby, and she was a victim of, she was an orphan, really, and so she was looking for an opportunity to sustain herself and so was tricked by a online sexual kind of system where they tricked her thinking that this was a job at a computer store and they paid for her fare to go to the city. And once she arrived at the home, she realized this was not a computer shop. It was a cyber sex den where there were girls like her and younger, she was about 16 years old, and they were live streamed through the internet. And she felt like, oh my gosh, I have been trapped. I have no way out. No one knows that I'm here. And after a couple months of this torture, she just cried out one night. She was in the bathroom floor, just crying out. And she said, God, if you exist, help me, rescue me. And I kid you not, the next day, IJM with the local authorities in this city and in the Philippines came and rescued her and five of their girls. And now I had a chance to meet her and she is a strong, just beautiful young woman who has this powerful voice now. And her calling is she is now part of the leaders in what we call our global survivor network. And she has this deep sense and drive to make sure that other girls never have to go through what she's gone through. And she is really an inspiration through this course of just being rescued and restored. She met Jesus. She has a strong faith and now has even moved her to forgive her perpetrators who were imprisoned, who are now in prison. So it's just a beautiful story of redemption. You know, I think it's a beautiful story because this is the opportunity for us to be that voice, to be that hand, to reach out to girls like Ruby. Could you tell us what we can do to hear more about her story? Because it's a really inspirational story. Yes, there is a wonderfully done podcast called Fight of My Life, Finding Ruby. And it is a six-part series where you hear Ruby in her own voice telling her story. And, and then also how IJM worked to 
find out the facts to rescue her in the first place. And then how we walked alongside of her in her journey of recovery, because uh, that's there's so much trauma. And so we have social workers who are trauma-informed, who walked alongside of her. There's a wonderful story of her lawyer, an IJM lawyer, who helped her through because she had to go through court. She had to testify. She had to face her her perpetrators. And then that journey of just how IJM does our work. Fight of My Life, Finding Ruby is the podcast. It's at fightofmy.life. The second thing I want you to do is go to my show notes link. The holiday guide that I talked about, the link is in my show notes. I want you to join me to give a gift and join IJM so that we can help children who need a real helping hand to go a different way, rescue them from bad characters, you know, like the parallel of King Herod. So I want you to go to my show notes, click on that holiday gift guide, and you'll be see it's very easy to give a gift. And IGM, the founder, he was honored by the U.S. State Department as a trafficking in persons hero, the highest honor given by the U.S. government for anti-slavery leadership. So this is a very credible organization. So friends, thank you for your generosity click on those links. Let's join together with God to be a light. All right, well, friends, I am so excited to step with you through Advent next week. Thank you for joining me today. Remember that you're loved, you're cherished. Just rest. I'll see you next time. Breathe, the Stress Less podcast is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.